0: Hey everyone, Preston Keller here. Welcome to the Rush Student Ministry Podcast. We're so excited and honored that you have taken time out of your day to tune into this episode, and we believe we've got an epic one lined up for you. We're talking skate culture and youth ministry. How can you and I, as youth pastors and youth leaders, most effectively reach the skateboarding teens within our communities? How can you and I do the most effective outreach at our local skate parks? Well, I had a discussion with an epic, epic guest on this very topic, professional skateboarder Beaver Fleming. He joined me for a discussion and provided you and I so much insight. I'm so excited for you to dive into this episode. I'll I'll allow him to introduce himself. Uh, Later in the conversation that we had on zoom But man, oh man, i'm so excited for you To experience this episode and the insight from beaver fleming. He is a christian and a professional skateboarder He's rubbing shoulders with with the pros in this realm and we do believe that god's gonna use beaver to really uh impact this community on a professional level and Beaver, if you're listening, we're praying for you, man, and we're thankful for all that you're doing on tour. Uh check out beaverfleming.com. He actually just released a new book in 2020 entitled Live and it's an awesome read. I encourage you to pick that up at beaverfleming.com and also check out our rush uh social media accounts. We're on Instagram and Facebook under the handle at Rush Students. We'd love to connect with you there. Hey, let's get to skateboarding. Let's get to the skate park. Let's talk skate culture and youth ministry with professional skateboarder, Beaver Fleming. We are so stoked today to have Beaver Fleming on the Rush Student Ministry Podcast. He is a professional skateboarder, world traveler, Speaker, influencer, self-declared life, liver, and cue the confetti cannons. author of a new book titled, Live. <laughs> Beaver, it's an honor, bro. Welcome to the Rush Podcast. How are you doing, man? I'm doing fantastic,
1: man. Thank you so much. I'm just uh, excited to chat with you, connect with you and uh, encourage the people listening. So, um, But yeah, everything's going well over here. It's been good to have kind of a recalibration season and just be set back up and kind of reflecting inward in this time so we can go ahead and shine outward once everything opens up and uh we can do life as whatever normal is it was never normal anyway there's no such thing as normal so uh just looking at optimize and uh continue to keep that vision alive and those dreams alive even in a crazy time when it seems more than ever like man can I really believe right now can I really dream right now so it's been exciting to do that you know it talks about in James the testing of your faith is what develops perseverance and I think everyone getting their faith tested right now in this season, you know, things and plans we had, visions that God had given us that we're like, man, how in the heck is that going to be able to come to fruition now? But again, that's where we got to look at his strength being made perfect in our weakness because with him, all things are going to be possible. So that's going to test our faith. That's going to develop perseverance on the inside of us.
0: Absolutely. That's so good, man. Uh, so good. Well, help our audience today as we dive in uh, to, to get to know you a little bit better. Mm Um, what got you, uh, let's go, go back to the beginning. What got you into skateboarding? Uh, what's your story? What, what got you to the San Diego, California area? And, uh, yeah. Absolutely.
1: So um, I grew up in Knoxville, Tennessee. And um, it's so funny to say that now because I'm thinking about it, living here in Southern California. And it's like, man, this was where I feel like I was really meant to be. You know, even though I was born there, I really truly feel called here just the skate culture, action sports. I live by the ocean now and something so powerful just about being by water and grew up kind of near a lake. So I've always kind of felt drawn to the water in a weird way. But um, there's something just so powerful about it and beautiful about it, I think. Connecting in nature is one of those things that connects us to the presence of God. And, um, but yeah, anyway, got into skateboarding through Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. My brother had that video game and I would just watch him play it all day long. He was kind of a big brother, wouldn't let me join on the sticks with him. He kind of took it like, nah, you can't play, but my friends can play, but you can't. And, uh, you know, that whole kind of big brother love thing, I guess you can call it love, but, um, Anyway, so I remember one day he was gone, so I was like, man, I wonder if the game's this much fun as real skating. And so I remembered he got a board for Christmas, so I took it out of the garage and into the street and just started rolling around and basically been hooked ever since. So that's how I got into skating and just really, even when I couldn't do a lot of tricks, just thought I could. And um, it's been amazing just seeing that come to fruition throughout my life
0: so good well today i guess pre-pandemic what uh what kinds of competitions are you in uh where are you skating right now
1: yeah so right now i'm part of the nitro circus crew so we do shows all over the world travel to australia new zealand over in europe asia um really takes us everywhere. We had a U.S. tour lined up right now, but obviously that's been postponed and then also compete in the X Games and big park events and things like that. So it's been it's been truly amazing being that little kid with a dream in Tennessee to now traveling the world, truly living out the dreams that I had as a kid uh, from a small town, just wanting to take something that I was passionate about and really create a lifestyle out of that. And God's open doors, you know, that no man can shut. He's just my life is truly, I always say, a testament to his faithfulness, to his word, which is to do exceedingly abundantly beyond anything I could have ever asked or imagine because I know when I was a kid yeah I had that dream but I don't know if I had it to the level that I have it that I'm living right now and so that's just his goodness his faithfulness and his provision over my life man that's
0: so awesome that's powerful for sure um man let's uh let's talk about the new book live
1: yeah amen live love that you got a copy man really appreciate your support on that
0: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, why? Why'd you? Why'd you write it? Why'd you feel that uh, mission? And uh, what's it about, man?
1: Yeah, so basically, it started out. I, uh, I got to give credit to one of my friends um, that I compete with, and uh, she's actually a pro, and so she does all the women's like com- events and competes in that level and. I I would kind of help mentor her and just kind of like speak into her and just encourage her because she would get really in her head on stuff. And she was like, you should start doing motivational videos and stuff. And so that was when I started doing motivational Mondays about two years ago. And every year I've started for the past three years, I've started to pray to God for a word. And that year that word was live. And I was like, okay, well, what does that exactly mean? So I really took time dissected that word and kind of created as in the back, you have that your life blueprint thing. And that was really what I did that year to kind of set myself up for a great year but funny thing was that year um, was the year I ended up having one of the worst injuries of my career which was tearing my ACL and so that Mm -hmm. was kind of like a fourth season of rest and in that time I was like man well got these great ideas. I've got this stuff. What if I wrote a book on this and actually encourage people? Cause I just so see so many people and people I love and grew up with just kind of thriving or just surviving and getting by while meanwhile, I might be, I feel like I'm thriving in my life in a lot of different ways. And, you know, the word talks about, and the verse that kind of like really inspired me was John ten ten. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. And so, what does living actually look like? What is success to you? Everyone has a different definition, but we try and tie it to all these different things. But ultimately, we have to be able to define it for ourselves. What is the reason that there's different unique things called to us? Me with skateboarding, me with the other things I'm doing, and then some other people like maybe it's painting, maybe it's music, whatever that looks like. There's a reason. that you have that dream and that gift on the inside of you, and if you can start to develop that thing, prepare yourself for opportunities, opportunities will then present themselves to you, but it's all about positioning ourselves and aligning ourselves in that, and so I ended up writing this book, and I wrote it from a secular point of view because I really feel there's an opportunity to get this thing into schools and really encourage those in schools where we can't necessarily preach in schools, but we can just kind of Trojan horse in there. This is all based on spiritual biblical principles, and then you're going to be able to tie in what God has done and how much he loves them through the stuff that you see on my Instagram or through the places I go and speak and that's where it's going to really hit and so they won't just be living but they'll be living life to the full.
0: Man, that's so good. I know uh I know you've got multiple chapters uh in mm. this new book but the first four are the acronym of live. Uh yeah. Would you take us through those those four words? Absolutely. Yeah, so
1: Again, that was my word for the year was lifts. So I'm like, all right, what does exactly that mean? And I really felt God say it was to learn, inquire, visualize, and execute. Like those are the four principles that this book was founded upon. And to learn, you know, continue learning, continue growing. I mean, here in the earth, we're always opportunities to learn are surrounding us and so what can we truly learn what do we want to learn what can we be clear on that we want our lives to look like and then inquire asking yourself the deeper questions of why really not just have it surface level but actually dive deep bigger root that you can actually comp- like put yourself into so that you can just continue to flourish and grow and then visualize that one might be one of my favorites because I always have crazy visions have crazy dreams but you've got to be able to see it in your mind that way you can achieve it in your life and so really look at what that looks like and write that vision out you know it talks about in the word write the vision make it plain we've got to be clear on what it is we want and lay out the steps to get there and then execute that one's pretty simple you know it's like you got to do the work you got to put in the time each day each opportunity that presents itself put in the work be there in that moment and make the most out of it
0: so good man absolutely and uh where where can people find the book we need to get it in their hands man
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So right now it's available at BeaverFleming.com. So you guys can check it out there and we're working on other ways to get it on Amazon and also a digital copy and working on an audio book as well. So that would be really cool too. And oh, sweet. Really fun. so yeah, we're trying to get it out there on every single platform we can and just encourage people to just truly live.
0: Awesome, man. And, and of course, this would be a great book for our, our youth pastors and, and youth workers. Um, but what's the, uh, What's the age range? Would this be helpful for even our high schoolers or college students?
1: Be honest, it's pretty funny, man. I've had people like my age, I've had people older than me that are like, wow, like I want to read this book every single week. It's an easy read. You know, I didn't want to make it too crazy. And at the end of each chapter, there's a putting it into action steps plan. So you can actually take what you've learned and then put that into action and also a note section. So I just kind of wanted to give the framework to help you find that stuff for yourself, you know, just give you the ideas of like, all right, I want to transform my life. How can I do that? These are practical ways that you can just really, all right, something simple, something easy. This is how you change your perspective. This is how you figure out what you want to learn. This is how you figure out the qualities that you want to develop in yourself. And so really just framing that out there. But, you know, I've heard testimonies of people like way older than me that are like, man, this is so encouraging. My uncle's in his 80s. And I sent him a copy of it. And he was like, always encouraging me now, Beaver, go live life. And so it's like a few things that I've learned from him that I wrote in there, but it just to see how it's impacted him and encouraged him well into his eighties. And then from people that are younger than me, you know, middle school, high school, I think that's a, such a vulnerable age. And I think really that is probably if I had to pick one category, it would be them because Mm. I feel like there's a certain point in time When you're a kid, you're told to dream, you're told to dream, you're told to dream, but then you hit like 11 or 12 and then you're told to be realistic. And it's like, wait, you guys are totally, you know, like, uh, what's the word, um, contradicting yourself. Mm. Like you're telling us to dream or, and now you're telling us to be realistic and it's like. There's not a balance there. It's total opposites, but it sounds right in theory. It's like, all right, but what are you actually going to do? All right, what are you actually going to do? But I love in Proverbs, it says, commit to the Lord whatever you do, and your plans will succeed. God doesn't care about what we do. He cares about who we are. And I always think about the parable of talents, right? You know, you've heard the story, the one talent, the two talent, and the five talent. But ultimately, the master goes away. He doesn't care about how they develop it. He doesn't care about how they multiply it. He just cares that they take what they have and they do something great with it. So mm-hmm. the same with us, you know, God doesn't care about what we do. He cares about who we are. He wants us to develop it. He wants us to multiply it, but he doesn't care how we do it. He wants it to be aligned and consecrated to him. And in that place we can align with him. And again, it's not doing things for God, it's doing life with God. Cause then with God, all things are possible. And I think it's easy even for ministers to get burnt out because they're trying to do so much for God oh, I'm doing the Lord's work. I got to do this for him. But God's like, no, you're missing the whole point. I will build my church and the gates of hell will not overcome. I'm going to do the work, but I want to do it through you and with you.
0: Yeah, oh, that's so good, man. For sure. Well, let's um, let's talk some skate culture for our okay. youth pastors, because yeah. uh, as we know, um, there are the different subgroups in the middle schools and high schools that, that um, got the the athletes the I I don't like these titles, but the athletes, the nerds, the skaters, the whatever it might be, the art, the artsy. Um, Can you help our, our youth pastors, our youth teams, um, just first of all, break down what skate culture is um, Mm -hmm. and is the culture surrounding skateboarding uh, the same as it was when you and I were, were young or, or is it different today or what is it? And what's it kind of look like today?
1: Uh, skate culture is something interesting. And I think the reason a lot of people get into skateboarding is because there's one no right or wrong way to do it. And two, there's no structure except the structure you want to make. Yeah, there's competitions, but you don't even have to take that route if you don't want to, you know, people are doing video parts, they're doing all these different things. And that's what I loved about skateboarding was, it taught me actually spiritual principles of reaping and sowing, and I could take it as far as I wanted to take it. You know, whether you think you can or can't, you're right. And the only limit we have over our lives is the one that we put there. With God, there's no ceiling over our life. And so what it taught me at a young age was like, man, if I take the time, if I, you know, develop myself to be able to do this trick, the the reaping is, you know, the reward is landing the trick. And I'm Mm -hmm. sowing those seeds, you know, I'm putting the sweat in. I'm putting the time in to learn a kickflip, I'm popping it, it's not flipping all the way, my foot's a little off, I'm not quite landing on it where I need to. But now I can kickflip without even thinking about it. And that's the reward. That's the reaping of the sowing that I've put into. And so skateboarding teaches you that big time trial and error, all these different things. And so I think more than anything, people are skateboarders have that awareness. And if it can be harnessed in the right way, it can reap something truly beautiful. And so that was what it taught me. However, there is that subculture side and a lot of pride and ego in skateboarding. There's a lot of people like they're out to prove themselves. There's this angst to it. There's this like kind of harshness to it. You know, the hash, whatever you want to call it. People are out there to get what they want. And it's kind of it's in a way it can be greedful. It can be really prideful. There can be lust attached to it. And so if you can help them see who it is they are and why it is they're doing it. Because I've seen both sides of it. I've seen some of the best skaters ever just get so burnt out and so fried because it's never enough. There's never enough tricks to learn. There's never enough contests to win. That's what I love about skateboarding, though. You can never master the whole thing. If I land every trick that's never been done on the mega ramp yet, there's still a crazy, gnarly 30-stair handrail that I'm probably not going to hit. And so that's the thing. It's like though you've mastered one section of it, there's a whole nother thing, and there's always an opportunity to learn and grow. But the skate culture as a whole, there's so, it's so diverse now because the, anyone can go pick up a skateboard. It's not like you need a team to go do it. It's not like you have to formulate to this category to do it. You can go skate a half pipe. You can go skate a curb. You can go skate a mega ramp. You can go skate a stair set. You can go anywhere and do anything. So in that scenario anyone can be drawn into it, people that you wouldn't even think. I grew up in a town where there was like three people that skated at my high school. I go down to the beach right now and there's like 50 kids skating along the sidewalks. Like you can't even count how many kids have skateboards. And so there's just so much culture that comes into it. But skate culture in particular, yeah, there is still that harshness. There is still that rebel attitude and mindset. But I think in the opportunity of that, you know, they always talk about the light sh- can shine in the darkest places. And so if If that's a dark culture, if that's a subculture that seems kind of dark, the light's going to be able to penetrate that thing even brighter. And I love, and I think about it like this, right? Whenever you turn on a light at night where it's dark, bugs start flying to it. Bugs are attracted to that light. So if there can be people, there can be beacons of light in that culture people are going to attract to that people that are broken, you know, people that have been oppressed by, you know, demonic spirits or whatever that is, they're going to be able to flock to that light because there's something different about that person. And I think my skateboarding has really transcended that because I've heard so many people from the contest I'm in where I'm at right now is just a blessing. And so if I have the opportunity to be in X games, whether I'm on my wheels or I'm on my face, I'm still going to have a smile because just for me being there is more than I could have ever asked. And so that's what transcends it for a lot of people. And they're like, man, he just wrecked his trick, but he just, he looks more stoked than the guy that won the contest. What is that? And that's just the joy of the Lord on the inside of me. You know, I like to treat each day as a gift and I'm truly thankful. You know, I think it's powerful that God breathed life into man. That was the first thing God did. And so if I have the breath of life on the inside of me, that in itself is more than enough to be grateful for. And so if you can just focus on what you're grateful for, that really reciprocates and that's just a spiritual law that'll attract people. Cause they're like, man, I have everything. It talks about what if someone gains the whole world like uses their own, loses their own soul? And you see that all the time. You know, people are chasing money. They're chasing fame. They're chasing all these contests, all these winnings. But it's like, you can have all that, but still be broken and still be empty. But can you be okay with having nothing and recognizing that you truly have everything if you've got the breath of life and if you've got God on the inside of you. And so really, I think that's ultimately the way to minister to those people is to meet them where they're at. You know, if I didn't skate, I can't go to a skate park and pretend that I know everything about the culture. You got to meet them where they're at, get into it, get amongst it, get in the trenches with them. You know, we are our brother's keeper, but how are you going to be a brother if you don't share anything in common? Mm -hmm. And that's the beauty of like being believers. There's so many different opportunities and so many different cultures that we can go into and it's in the giftings and in the passions that we have. There's a reason I'm passionate about skateboarding and skateboarders. There's a reason people are passionate about what they do and the, the people in that sphere of influence. And it's like the reason for that is it's to be the light. I love that Jesus called us to be the light. And that's really as easy or as hard as you make it. You know, the light shines so much in the dark places and the places we go. So if we can let that light, the light of God shine through us, how we speak, how we talk, how we interact with people, how we give to people, how we love people, that's what's going to infiltrate and just tear down every stronghold that's oppressing them.
0: Yeah, man, that's so good. So good. Well, as a, I, you know, I'm, I've always loved skateboarding. I, I got into it as a middle schooler and then didn't really touch a board for a while yeah, uh, I actually bought a board last year. Uh, yeah, trying to get trying to get into it, and I I did my first ollie. Uh, yeah, heck yeah! Thanks, man. But uh, so I, as a youth pastor, you know, I I look at my community and and I I just brainstorm it on how I can reach different groups. And uh, as someone who admires skateboarding but is not necessarily like a, a skater, um, one thing I love, man, is is uh, what you talked about a little bit, but a a skater falls down all the time, right? They've got this goal, this mission, but they keep getting back up. And so I'm feeling if, if we can reach some, some young skaters that if they come into Christianity with that mentality, man, it's game over. They're going to win the world. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. No, a hundred percent. That's, that's a beautiful thing. Like I said, that's a spiritual lot practice. You know, it talks about though a righteous man falls seven times, he will rise again. And it's like, we've got to have that mentality on the inside of us. And that's what skateboarding teaches you. You know, like I said, the only limit you put have is the one that you put there. And so if you can break that thing off, yeah, you know, I love that it talks about in this world, we will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. And if we can position ourselves with that mentality and recognize the authority that we have in Christ, we're going to be able to accomplish so many things. And I think it really just builds a powerful testimony of, man, that guy just keeps getting up. He keeps getting up. He looks broken. He looks tired. He looks beat to all ends, but he's getting back up again. And, you know, I just think about that and I'm like, man, As believers, we truly need to have that mentality to be broken, to have our faith even questioned by those people can, you know, like, again, the testing of your faith develops perseverance, can we just allow our faith to be so tested that we have such a perseverant heart that God can use all throughout the Bible. I mean, you just look at the Psalms and what David was going through, man, his faith was tested time and time and time again, but he prevailed and he became one of like our fathers of our faith, you know, and the same thing with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. Like we look at these people and there's a reason their stories are in the Bible is because, you know, without faith, it's impossible to please him, but they had such faith But the way they developed that faith was having it tested so many times. And I think in our culture, we we get into the jacuzzi of it. You know, we get so comfortable. We get so complacent. It feels so easy to just go through the motions. Yeah, we'll hit church on a Sunday, maybe a Wednesday night, and just kind of be like, yeah, that was a good message. But can we really just feel the impact of what God's doing? He's not giving that message to you just to feel comfortable. He's giving that message to you to challenge you to go out and be that message to the world.
0: Yeah yeah for sure that's so good well uh maybe there's one more one more lane we can go into uh to to help uh, a youth team or maybe the youth pastor knows nothing about skating or or maybe there's not a youth staff member uh that that knows about skating but there's this burden on the team to evangelize um in our case we're in ohio so we've got four seasons so uh, maybe help us get some insight here. What does it look like if a youth staff or some students with a youth pastor show up to the skate park and they want to um, just be there to reach out, hand out water bottles? What, how is that perceived? That, can that work? Um, should it, how can we build relationships from scratch with skaters if we're not a skater?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think how can you build that relationship? It's how you can build any relationship, you know, love just true love, no agenda. You're not there to try and get anything from them. You're just trying to give love to them. And so whatever that looks like, you know, it talks about, let us love in word and deed. So what's that deed look like? Is it blessing them? If you know, they're not hydrated, let's get them some hydration. Let's bring them some nourishment. Let's bring them some food. Let's bring them some encouragement. Like let's go to the skate parks and start cheering people on. You know, I know nine times out of 10, if I'm going for a trick and I'm by myself, it's going to be tougher for me to land than if I have people championing me like, hey, man, you got this, you can do this. Oh, I see it. It's right there. And so even if you go to the skate park with that mentality and just start encouraging them, and it'd be even cooler if people didn't have skate shoes on or anything like that, because they're like, man, this dude knows nothing about it yet. He's going to cheer me on because he sees something on the inside of me. And I think that's the way to do it is through that spiritual lens of meeting people where they're at, but seeing them for who they they can be and the different gifts and the different things that God has on the inside of them and just go through observation, you know. You don't have to do it all loud and proud and like put on this crazy event. You can just be there in love, you know. Hey man, if you want some water, we've got some water for you. But we just want to be here. We want to encourage you. We want to say that we appreciate what you do for our community and the fact that you're out here and you're doing what you love. It's something powerful when so many kids nowadays are on their phones, they're inside, they're playing video games, you're actually out getting something happening in real life life and I just want to honor you for that you know even something as simple as that like going up to them and giving them a high five like dude good on you for like going against the curve right now and what normal is is watching tv or being on the computer or playing video games like you're actually out doing something
0: yeah man that's so good that that helps a lot for sure well bro thank you so much for uh hanging with us here and um man we're gonna be praying for you. you you're a light in professional skateboarding man and uh and it can be a, a dark realm but we're stoked for what god's doing in you and through you and uh man we're going to be praying for you and and cheering you on as hopefully we get back to big competitions and amen right back to normal you know um Absolutely. if you wouldn't mind um you can uh, any closing remarks you'd want to uh leave our youth pastors or, or youth workers with and then if you don't mind uh if you would pray over our audience. Yeah,
1: absolutely. It's funny. You're thinking for one last thing and I'm just looking on my desk right here and I have this, it's a, you know, kind of a divine thing. The connection was broken in there, but man, it says think, be, do. And to go deeper on that, it's discover, develop, deploy, discover, spend time with your father, spend time with your creator. You know, Mm -hmm. how are you going to find out how an iPhone works? You look at the owner's manual that was created by the person that created the phone. So you know how everything works and operates at its highest performance level. We got to look at that through God. We got to find that through God because he's the one that's created us. We are fearfully and wonderfully made so find out what that is discover what that is every day you're going to be able to find something new about you you're going to be able to find something beautiful about you that god planted on the inside of you and once you've discovered that start to develop that thing figure out what that is okay man maybe i have a character of courage and i want to develop that courage a little deeper so i'm going to put myself in these environments where i need to exercise courage you know i got to step out of my comfort zone if i'm scared of heights i need to go to the top of a tall building and look over the edge just to get my courage built up that's Mm -hmm. how you develop that thing that's how you allow that thing to operate and then deploy it use that thing for the greater good to build the kingdom. Again, God's gonna build his church, but he wants to do it through us. So let's deploy that out. Let's love on people. Let's inspire people. Let's give that to people. If we have a testimony, you know, it talks about in Revelation, they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the power of their testimony. All of us have such a powerful testimony on the inside of us. And if we can deploy that thing, put that thing out there for people to hear, that's what's gonna transform lives around the world and allow the light to continue to get brighter and continue to shine and more people come to know. I think it's so powerful that the word says, it's God's will that none should perish, but all would come to repentance. And all repentance means is to turn away, recognize that we miss the mark and that with God, without God, we can do no good thing. And so just to look to him, to be our strength where we are weak accepting that and living that out each and every day so I just want to pray for you guys. Lord, I just thank you for the mighty work that you're doing amongst the Rush Student Ministries, God. Every single person that's in there, there there's a divine reason that they are there right now. Maybe they feel like they're about to give up. Maybe they feel like, what are they doing this for? Maybe they feel like their hope is perishing right now, and they feel truly at the end of their wits with everything that's going on, God, that they just feel like they want to pull out. But God, I pray right now that you would put strength on the inside of them, that they would be able to believe again, that they would be able to dream again, that they would be able to have a hope and a future again Lord your word says you know the plans that you have for us plans to prosper us not to harm us plans to give us a hope and a future so I just speak into the future of what that student ministry looks like and the power and the anointing that's on it right now and I pray that your spirit would come on the inside of your people and just allow them to believe deeper than they've ever believed and allow such a flood of faith to come around them right now where the earth is flooded with fear they would sit on the ark of faith over the waters God your word says that those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. I pray that they would just find time with you, whether it be in the morning or at night or midday, God, that they would take minimum of five minutes and just rest in your presence that they would get into their own prayer voice that they would get into your word and receive a word from heaven god that we would recognize that we are vessels on this earth to pull heaven down to earth for people that are perishing the darkness has come but the light has overcome that darkness god and so we just declare right now that we put a stake in the ground over this ministry that your light would come in and vanish all darkness that's surrounding it in the mighty name of jesus amen
0: amen Youth ministry fam, thank you so much for checking out this episode of the Rush Student Ministry Podcast. We hope and pray that this info, this insight blesses your life and your youth ministry for the better. Thank you, Beaver Fleming, for guiding us through uh, effective practices for reaching teens within our skate culture. Once again, go check out BeaverFleming.com. Pick up his new book, Live Live. Check him out on Instagram. He is a high-flying professional skateboarder, one awesome dude. And he knows scripture, as you just experienced on this episode. Uh, We love him. Beaver, we're praying for you, man. Uh, Keep up the great work. And you, youth pastor, keep up the great work. We love you. We're praying for you. And we will see you on the next episode of the Rush Student Ministry Podcast.